0: That's right, you're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chua Tian with your Market View. Now, food sustainability, that has made its way into discussions at the COP27 meeting as the world battles the effects of climate change, supply chain disruptions brought about by the pandemic and also the war in Ukraine. Now, at the COP27 climate conference, the European Investment Fund also Europe's largest venture capital and private equity financier, signed investments totaling some €247 million to enable five equity funds to back Get this: 2.5 billion euros worth of climate investments, including in areas such as food innovation. And increasingly, we are also seeing VC investors putting their money into food sustainability, novel foods. Just take Singapore-based Kairos Capital, for example. The VC firm, which has invested in tech giants like ByteDance, Airbnb, and Spotify, is now investing into meat alternative companies such as Oatly, Itjust, and Impossible Meat, and it's in fact launched a food tech fund to further efforts on this. Front, and we want to find out more about those trends and opportunities in the food tech scene from Anthony Ciel, CEO of Kairos Capital Group. Hi, Anthony, are you there? Hi, Hi, Anthony. Welcome to the show. And uh, before we get started, proper Anthony, appreciate uh, if you could share with us more about Kairos Capital Group. Who do you serve, and which markets and sectors do you focus in?
1: Um, I founded Kairos in 2016. So um, essentially, after these few years, uh, we have evolved into a multifamily private equity and venture capital uh, investment platform. Um, so we serve um, primarily families and family offices uh, across Southeast Asia and greater China. Uh, in terms of sector, uh, we are general, generally sector agnostic. And we, because we believe, we believe in providing the best of breed. Uh, in the capital market, our clients and financing solutions, IP advisory, or startup investing, amongst
0: others. Right, and uh, well, Anthony, I understand that Kairos, You have invested in a number of tech startups, such as uh, you know Airbnb, Uber, Boeing, Dance and financial. Uh, you mentioned that you are sector agnostic, but we do see an increasing shift in investments towards food sustainability. So, tell us more about that move and reasons behind uh, this shift, perhaps.
1: Um, so Kairos we started uh, entering this uh, market uh, wire or this what we call unicorn. Uh, if you remember uh, quite a few years back, uh, unicorn was quite rare in the startup world. Um, so we entered into Uber, Airbnb, Spotify, and so forth, which are what, what what we generally consider as the first generation of unicorns. and fast forward to today. There are so many unicorns that um, it's imperative for VCs and us to actually up our game to identify the right startup to invest. And Kairos, um, through this couple of years of um, pandemic and so forth, we have decided to choose the ESG path, uh, starting with this Kairos uh, Food Tech Fund. So, how, how, how do we get here? Um, so, so, the, the shift towards food tech is a very personal one. Um, So so just a very quick uh, story during the pandemic um, because we are all stuck in our respective countries. Uh, So I'm spending a lot of time with my two kids and they are both teenagers. So they started talking to me about uh, climate change, uh, greenhouse effect and and so forth, animal cruelty and so forth. So having myself uh, invested into uh, companies like Beyond, uh, EJAS totally impossible and so forth, I uh, decided that then I should continue that path and, and, and to, to me and to my team, um, the very clear, obvious choice is uh, to go towards uh, cell-based uh, food companies. Um, because what, what we have seen over the last few years, uh, we've seen a lot of uh, plant-based uh, startups that have uh, ballooned in many countries, including Singapore. Uh, But as you can see, uh, companies like Beyond or Impossible, they have actually plateaued in terms of their growth. And uh, the the next
0: uh, Mm.
1: wave of growth is actually into the cell-based food.
0: Right, right. So tell us more about your assessment of the... A cell-based meat industry and the growth outlook for the sector. And given the sunk costs involved, how long do you intend to invest in these portfolio companies in you know cell-based meat, plant-based meat alternatives? And when do you intend to cash out?
1: This so there are two parts for we see is either we invest as a financial investor or we actually um, have some strategic uh, uh, ambition uh, together with the startups. So, so for us, uh, it is actually both. Uh, and uh, if you realise, our fund is actually very short in terms of annual. Uh, it is near a three-year fund, mm-hmm. uh, plus one and plus one. So it is actually one of the shortest uh, VC fund uh, for this stage of uh, companies uh, in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. And...
1: Um, I believe we are also one of the only uh, fund that focus primarily in cell-based salons. Uh, cell. mm.
0: Is there any reason for that shorter time horizon?
1: Um, so for, for us, we are very uh, focused because we are well supported by our clients, uh, primarily the families, uh, whom a lot have become our friends as well. So uh, our main objectives as a VC, um, besides helping or these startups to grow uh, is also our fiduciary duty to our investors so we don't believe in keeping their money too long the mm-hmm. seven years nine years eleven right. years so we we decide that uh, we have a goal so within three years to five years if we meet certain financial targets then probably it's time for us to actually exit and mm-hmm. uh, we can always reinvest into the same companies if we believe totally believe in their growth stories mm. uh, by having by launching our second of the fund.
0: All right, I see. And so, talking about a horizon of three years, or you mentioned three to five years as well, uh, within that horizon, how lucrative do you expect these investments to be? Is there a particular target or a particular rate of return you're looking at?
1: Um, if you look at a typical VC, um, we are looking at conservatively, um, three years uh, mm. two double our money within three years. Wow. I uh, guess okay. that, that that's the minimum that we are looking at. As such, um, our our research and, and the way we search for companies and uh, the way we do our due diligence are very actually thorough. So we, we typically only choose the category leaders that uh, exist in, in each of the subsectors. That that's how we invest because we believe in the risking uh, investments for our clients uh, as such as uh, choosing the winners will be important for, for the fund to continue to grow.
0: Right. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Anthony Ciel, CEO of Cairo's Capital Group. Now, uh, Anthony, you have mentioned about your food tech fund a number of times and I just want to get our audience up to speed as well. So tell us a little bit more about the fund in terms of the fund signs and the companies you have invested in or you're looking to invest. Um,
1: I Cairo's food tech fund is, is relatively new. Uh, we only launched it like less than a month ago.
0: Mm.
1: Um, but uh, we have garnered actually quite... Uh, a lot of interest, uh, both locally as far as regionally. Uh, even my some of my VC friends in, in in US are actually calling me to to ask me about about the fund. Um, so what what we do is that, uh, like what I mentioned earlier, we invest primarily in cell based uh, full tech startups, and as well as uh, to surround uh, the all these uh, cell based startups with ecosystems around it. So um, what, what, I mean, what I meant was uh, that uh, it includes things like from so cell line, cell line producers, suppliers, to contract manufacturers, to distribution. So we adopt, we always adopt an ecosystem portfolio construction uh, approach.
0: Mm-hmm. Because we
1: believe that uh, a portfolio of complementary uh, companies in the same sector actually enhance the value of Something like what, what we always say, one plus mm-hmm. one. Going to see a four
0: rather than (laughs) two. Right, right. And Anthony, I have two burning questions. I'll put them together. One is that uh, you talk about investments and to sell based meat. So why sell based meat instead of? well, maybe plant-based meat, which might seem more scalable perhaps and also cheaper in terms of some cost. And also the second question is, uh, you talk about due diligence. So what is the due diligence process like for you in order to generate that kind of income and uh, cash flows that you mentioned earlier? Um, okay, so
1: you're to your first question uh, comparing plant-based uh, and cell-based. Um, to, I think plant-based always know that the meat is actually mixed from Plants or mm-hmm. insect proteins or any other kind of protein. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so as as much as close as we can mimic the, the meat is not real. So I think <laughs> I a lot of uh, uh, consumers like us uh, who enjoy our chicken or our our drumstick or our our uh, steak, our wagyu, um, our fish and so forth, kind of can can tell the difference. In terms of the texture and then everything else, so so the the, the next phase that uh, we so 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 to to, to me to, to us uh, personally, uh, plant based can only serve as an um, alternative.
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm.
1: alternative protein. So we might go and try our plant based maybe maybe once every two weeks,
0: right? At most mm-hmm. once
1: a week, uh, but we will still go back to our real stuff. So. So the, the only way to actually solve this uh, food security crisis uh, that we are facing now, the world is facing now, is to actually manufacture something that is real. Uh. So the, the only worry is actually wire this stem cell or this cell-based uh, uh, meat that uh, is grown actually from the real cell. Right. And and this cell, you can actually keep from the best chicken that you can find or the best cow that you can find and then put it into the bioreactor, uh, adding in some mediums or growth factors and then a few other things, then you will grow into a meat. And, and uh, just, just to give an example, to, mm. to, to eat a real piece of steak, uh, it actually takes three years. Right. Uh, from, from a calf all the way to, to the actual cow. And uh, it will involve a lot of deforestation and everything else. Uh, but to grow a piece of steak in a bioreactor, uh, it takes only 30 days. So oh, the only I see. Question yeah. now the only question now is how do we bring the cost down uh to a level whereby people are willing to pay uh, mm. to eat this you have grown
0: meat right and in terms of the due diligence process how do you see out the startups to invest in as well
1: um so for so for us because we are already in the in the ecosystem of this VC uh, world mm. uh, so we, we do receive a lot of uh, uh Proposals or approaches for us to invest in them. In, in so there are actually uh, more than 100, slightly more than 100 cell-based uh, startups uh, around the world. Uh, most of them are in Europe and, and US as expected. Uh, so, so in terms of deal sourcing, that there's no issue. We always get, get a lot of deals that, that come our way. Uh, the, the way we do it is that we need to make sure that our due diligence into the company actually... Um, are thorough enough to, to, for us to actually consider including them into a portfolio so we so actually uh, have two approaches because this is very scientific uh, kind of startups. So we have uh, we run two tracks mm-hmm. one is the scientific duty uh, second one is uh, is the company financial duty financial and business model duty. So we actually crunch numbers in terms of the financial side uh, look at their uh, business plan. The forecast, uh, their go to market strategy, and, and so forth. That That's why we determine whether they are realistic enough in terms of the business expansion plan
0: mm-hmm. and their
1: financial numbers. Then, in terms of the scientific uh, DOD, we have uh, in house uh, uh, scientists to actually help us validate some, some of their science. Right. And in terms of, in terms of uh, yeah, how, how, how they make the need and, and, and the whole process that they go into it, including. Uh, site visit to their labs and so forth right. in order for us to ask questions to to, to all these companies mm. like.
0: Right, I see. And Anthony, speaking about investments, you have recently participated in Roslyn Technologies Series A capital raise along with other investors like the University of Edinburgh. So tell us more about Roslyn Tech and your investment. What is the size of your investment and projected timeline and what do you aim to achieve? Um, Okay, Roslyn Technologies uh,
1: is actually part of Roslyn Institute, which Mm. is uh, the research institute of the University of Edinburgh. So it's
0: actually
1: a spin-off from the university Mm-hmm. Uh, that they, they are trying to actually commercialize some some of the research uh, that they are done inside the the Roslin Institute, and as you as you would know, um, uh, the Institute of Edinburgh is actually the in the the research institute is, is the one that famously uh, cloned the the sheep Dolly. Ah,
0: uh-huh. okay, Edinburgh. yes, it
1: it's actually the same institute. Um, so it's the first cloned mammal, uh, but. But it has also caused a lot of controversy. Right. So, so the, the, the ship is now in a museum in, in, in Edinburgh. So so actually actually um this 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 company is very interesting. They are the world's only commercial supplier of a cell line. So mm. cell line is is akin to what we uh use to describe the computer world. So the Intel chips, all the chips. Right, Intel dominated the, the chips market. So as any computer without a chip Function. So, so, so it's the a raw
0: material to to make plant-based uh, to mix cell-based proteins, is it? Uh, yeah, the cell line oh, okay.
1: is like the chip to the cultivator uh, meat uh, were hmm.
0: uh, without the,
1: without this, this cell line or this chip, then uh, they can't produce the meat. So SoRockin is is the only one in the world that actually uh, supply uh, all these cell line. So they're very they're really successfully. Uh, um, have uh, uh, cell lines for pork and as well as lamb, and now they are working on others like fat and uh, and a cow and mm-hmm. uh, seafood as well. So, so what what they do is uh, they use small samples of uh, animal tissue to create right. uh, what we call induced uh, mm-hmm. pluripotent uh, stem cell, or, 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 uh, or in short, uh, IPS cell mm-hmm. which which can be self-renewable. Ah. And, and it can be used to grow different types of tissues, such as uh, muscles and such. So it's, a, it's something that is really, really interesting, and uh, I think they are the only one that is commercially uh, viable to, to actually uh, in this market. So we decide that uh, to, to take a bet in them, mm. and, uh, and uh, we have invested uh, actually right. two point five million pounds. I see. Yeah. Uh, And I'm also appointed to the board. Uh, Mm. The the main reason is that um, besides being a financial investor, um, I think we also want to bring them into Asia Mm. uh, to work with the various governments uh, in Southeast Asia to actually. Uh, produce this uh, locally,
0: rather than all the way in uh, book. Right, thank you so much, Anthony. Really enjoyed the chat, and would love to chat more if not for the time constraints. Thank you very much again. That was Anthony Siang, CEO of Cairo's Capital Group. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.